Welcome to the Dirty Devotional Podcast, where we try to make sense of the dirty and the divine in our messy world. My name is Zach, and I'm an ex-pastor, a struggling addict, and I deal with major anxiety and depression. Yet I deeply believe in God's presence in my life and in your life as well. I hope today's conversation inspires your thoughts, challenges your beliefs, and helps you feel seen, known, and loved by a real God. Thanks for joining. Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to Dirty Devotionals. Zach here. So excited to have you join me today. And y'all, listen, I got to give a shout out to all of our listeners. Listen, I was looking up all the locations that you guys are listening from. Y'all, over in Texas, Florida, Delaware, North Carolina, Ohio. What's up, Ohio? Are you kidding me? Pennsylvania, New York. Listen, some of y'all over in Italy, Australia. I love you. I love you so, so much. I can't tell you. Um, it's just it's phenomenal uh, just to have the fact that there are people listening all in different countries all over the U.S. It's just so freaking cool. And I just want you to appreciate you listening to this podcast. I wanted to share a story. Uh, one of our listeners named Madison posted in our Dirty Devotional Facebook group. If you don't know what that is, I'm going to tell you here in a second. Uh, She was just posting in here as we've been talking about the church and just um, learning to deal with the church and the issues of the church and how to connect to the church. She shared how she had grown up in the South where the stereotype with Southern churches is like the Southern Baptist uh, dress, dress your best. You know, the Lord deserves your best. You need to wear a suit, tie, dress to to church and there's a lot of judgment, a lot of a lot of fear, a lot of you know get saved, uh, repent or burn type of uh, type of theology. And she was just sharing how the podcast and how over the past year or so she has just taken a step back and just reevaluated her relationship with God. And she has just been it's just been a brand new relationship. It's just she's grown so much and. You know, she accredited this podcast, but I wanted to give a shout out to Madison specifically, not because it's a shout out to the podcast, but a shout out to her because it takes it takes a lot of courage to reevaluate your beliefs, to stand up for what you believe is true when it comes to your relationship with God. And for all of you that are doing that, I just want to applaud you. I want you to know that you're not alone. As I said, we have a private Facebook group for you. If you look on the show notes, you can find a link to it. Uh, but it's our Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. You can search that on Facebook. It's a private group, so you have to request access to it. But it is just such a cool place to hear prayer requests, people sharing about how they're growing in their, their relationship with God, what they're reading, and asking questions about the episodes. It just It's a beautiful, beautiful space on the internet, on social media that is positive, it's helpful, and it's it's encouraging. And so we, we all need that. And so if you need that, again, look in the show notes. Be sure to click that request access to it. And I would love, it would be my honor to have you join that community. And y'all, we have some exciting stuff coming up. Uh, we have, I'll be announcing on Instagram this week. And you'll see some of the stuff on the website. You won't see it yet. Uh, this uh, class that I'll be offering called the Bible Workshop where we will be talking about how to read the Bible, how to understand, interpret the Bible, and more importantly, how to apply the Bible to our lives. And this is an interactive course. This is a place where you will be working with me directly. You'll be working with a group of other people who are hungry to learn kind of the overview of the Bible and the specific passages, how to how to deal with reading it and understanding what's happening. And I want that for you. I believe the Bible is the greatest tool we have when it comes to our relationship with God, yet so many of us have no idea how to how to approach it. And so I want to help you with that. And so it's called the Bible Workshop. Be on the lookout for that. 
Um, we will be launching that in August, and I am pumped for it, y'all. But today, I wanted to have a very specific. I want to talk very specifically uh, about the the church because we've been we've been tackling this all week, as I've said. And if you haven't listened to this, you should go back and listen to it. I put up this past week. You know, if you could say one thing to the church, what would it be? And people have just been lighting it up. It's still going. Even as of this recording, people are still commenting on it because people have so much to say. And, you know, I, I saw this beautiful and a lot of them have been negative and critiques. And I thought those are really beautiful one where they said, just thank you for being being with our family when we lost our two kids. And it, it just made me super emotional because the church can be so powerful. It can be so powerful and so impactful for people's lives. And it can also be hurtful. It can be. And I just, I really was encouraged by this person posting that, and I'm just I'm celebrating the church in those regards. I know many of you think I hate the church. I don't. I've just been hurt by the church, and um, I'm still learning to recover in my journey. And so it brings me to this devotional where I want to specifically talk about um, how do I find a church for me? How do I find a church for me, for my family? How do I navigate that? Because let's be honest, it's hard sometimes. It's hard to put yourself out there. It's it's hard to to step into a place when there's just so much past wounds, past trauma. And, you know, I have people ask me, how do you do it? Like, how do you navigate this? And so I wanted to give you three things, a three-step process for what I would encourage you to do when it comes to looking for a church. And the first thing is this, is you should look through their website and social media. I think this is a great starting place. Now, this is going to be the most vaguest step, um, but it's at least going to help you identify a couple things. You're going to be able to look at and see, you know, are they more contemporary? Are they more traditional? Uh, you can look through a lot of churches have their core beliefs posted on their website. You can look through those. You can look through how they talk about giving, how they talk about groups, how they talk about serving. You can watch mo- and more uh, up-to-date churches. You can watch their messages, which gives you a great chance to get a feel for the church without actually having to attend the church. And so these are wonderful resources to get you started because if you're, I know in the South, churches are everywhere, up in Delaware, they're everywhere. This is a great way just to navigate, you know, look at their Facebook, their Instagram, um, look at the things and not just look at their feed, look at the things that they've been tagged in because it will also give you an idea of the type of people that go there. And you can kind of do a little bit of research and a little bit of digging to get an idea of what a church is about simply through those two avenues of the website and social media. The second thing is this, is maybe once you've gone through that process, you think, okay, I, I found these uh, couple churches that I'm interested in. They could be good. I've watched some of their their mess their messages and you know I'm ready to I'm ready to go. So here here's my encouragement. And this is by far, I believe, the most important step is I, you want to date the church before you marry the church. Here's what I mean is a lot of times we will go to a, we will go to a church service or a church experience and we will be just blown away by like the hospitality, by the message, by the worship. You know, you have 47 people come up and give you a hug. They love on your kids. They give you a gift. They do all of these things um, to make you feel valued and loved. They probably give you a call in the middle of the week, which I think is awesome. Uh, you'll may receive something in the mail. It, I mean, you're just going to be like, oh, my gosh, this church loves me. They want me. They're doing all this stuff for me. Um, but you need to really get to know the heart of a church. Now, if you went on a first date and that first date opened the door for you, bought your dinner, you know, held your hand, walked you to your car, like gave you, he gave you a coat, she gave you, you know, she was very sweet, conversation was great, wh- whatever it may be. Um, and, and at the end of the day, he or she proposed to you, you'd be like, hold up, that's too fast. Yet many of us do this in, in church culture. We, we go to a church, we date a church, we go on one date, and we're like, oh, this is it. And we dive all in and we give our lives to it. And you don't need to do that. You shouldn't do that. 
you need to attend a church in my recommendation for six months to a year before you dive into volunteering, serving, maybe even giving, all those things, simply from the standpoint of you need to get to know what they're about. Because you would be blown away at how many times I've met with people and in my own life have found out a church is vastly different the second week on than they were the first week because they knew you were a first-time guest. And so I just want to encourage you to date the church before you marry them because it's going to give you time to really start to navigate the ebbs and flows of, you know, what, you know, they may have these core beliefs on their website, but you may notice that the pastor is only preaching on these few things that are really specific. And you may be like, all right, I thought that was a one-off. This is actually a normal thing. And it may, it may uh, be some red flags to look for. You may notice after the first week, ain't nobody give a crap about you. And listen, that happens and it is what it is, especially with larger churches, but it's just something to navigate so that you can say, okay, like I'm not just going to get balled in because they gave a great first impression. Um, I want to see how the second, third, and fourth impressions are as well. And so I want to encourage you to date the church before you marry it. That is a great next step for you and your family so that you don't find yourself getting burned or overcommitted before you know it. And the last thing is this, is once you get to that six or 12th month period and you're like, you know what, I'm enjoying attending. Um, I, you know, I, I love what the message is about. You know, I can see myself getting more plugged in. That's a great time to volunteer or join a group. When you take this step, here's what I, here's what I've learned in church. Where I've learned this with all relationships, actually, is that the closer you get, um, the more you see. And when it comes to volunteering and it comes to joining a group, you're going to see a little bit more of the good and a little bit more of the ugly of the church. That that may surprise you. And so you want to wait about six to 12 months before you get there because those intimate settings can be pretty, you, you can find yourself in a pretty bad place if you're not ready for it. And so take that time, you know, you can start giving, you can start taking those steps. Uh, that's my recommendation because once you begin volunteering and getting into the group, you are, you are taking that next step of marrying the church and saying, you know, I really want to be a part of it and I want to commit, especially when you give and you begin investing into it. And your time, your money, all of that's going. And so you just want to make sure you do that. I've seen too many people, they look at a church that Sunday they attend, and then the next week they're serving it in a group. And honestly, they end up getting burned and they end up getting hurt. And it may have been that, you know, the church may have misled you, but you weren't a good steward of your relationship with God and you weren't a good steward with your family if you move too quickly. And so you want to take your time and make sure you're getting the best possible experience for your beliefs, a place that's going to challenge you, a place that's going to love you, a place that's going to be there for you, a place that you can really call your spiritual family. But make sure if you're in the process of looking for a church, these are some great steps to take, and I hope they're helpful for you. Let me pray for you. God, thank you for today. Thank you so much uh, for these conversations, Lord. I, I believe the church is the hope of the world. You tell us this, Lord, and you know we are the church. We need a community of people that are going to encourage us, challenge us, and help us be better, Lord. So we just ask that, Lord, as we search for churches, as we are looking to get plugged into a church, that you would help us navigate that well. Um, Lord, be with us. Um, Lord, let your spirit work in our hearts so that we can have eyes to see you know, the things we need to see so that we can get plugged in, Lord, because that is a wonderful place to get to. Lord, we love you, and we ask this in your name. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for joining me on today's devotional. If you want to get more connected, then be sure to follow me on Instagram at Z underscore chill. That's at Z underscore C-H-I-L. Or you can connect with myself and other listeners through our private Facebook group. You can find this by searching Dirty Devotional Podcast, Dirty Family. Lastly, if you enjoy the podcast, please take time to rate it on iTunes or Spotify. This helps us reach more people and lets us know that my content is making a difference in your life. Most importantly... 
I hope today you felt seen, known, and loved by a real God. Be blessed.